This podcast is brought to you by You're the Best, a celebration of friendship, a new collection of essays about the power of female friendships by the Satellite Sisters. Do you have a girls' weekend coming up or maybe just a girls' night out, a birthday, a shower, a wedding? You're the Best is a great thank you gift for the Satellite Sisters in your life. Tell your girlfriends they're the best. Find You're the Best at Amazon or wherever books are sold. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm here with my sister, Julie Dolan, who's in Dallas, Texas. And this is our Satellite Sisters recap of the PBS drama, Poldark. Uh, we're in season two, episode six. And Julie, I have to be honest, this was not my favorite episode. No, no, no. not so much. I mean, I, I have to be honest with you. I fell asleep the first time I watched this and I woke up and I was in India. You know, the show that comes on after Poldark, it's a masterpiece theater yeah. uh, show about India. And I was like, how did they get to India? <laughs> yeah, I took a little, I, I nodded off, Leon. I don't know. I, it was, it was, uh, there were many, um, scenes that were in the dark. Was it just me? It's or a very did you dark forget? episode. And I know like because of the American elections going on now, I, I understand that my focus was off. I just couldn't deal. I was like, the democracy is at stake. I just don't care about this smuggling storyline anymore. <laughs> I don't know who all these hairy, dirty people are. So, <laughs> all right. So our recap this week is just more of a collection of random thoughts. Usually we yes. try to break down the storylines, but Julie fell asleep and I was distracted. So that doesn't mean we didn't watch it and try to. No, I, I, I woke up I, the next day, watched the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, I did. I did refocus. I went through it all. Still, though, there's some parts of it I just didn't care about. But, Julie, you're right. It, most of the show was in the dark. So it was just very hard to see and as well as care about. But, uh, okay, so here's what I remember. First of all, I have to say my heart is broken for Dwight, the good doctor, oh, and for Caroline. Yes. Oh. Yes. I you know, this was... is just a great love story. They look so good together. Come on. Those yeah. two, every time they meet in the woods and they kiss, she has some fabulous either red coat or purple coat on. And, you know, and he loves her. You know, he's he's the good country doctor. But they're just from two different worlds, aren't they, Leanne? They you know, are. It was yeah. doomed from the start, but I totally fell for it. Like, I thought... They really might get away. They really might elope and, and make it work and, you know, live off his country salary until she inherits her money. And even though the odds are against him, but it just didn't really work for them. So that really kind of broke my heart. That really did. And he, he had a great show. Uh, all right. Uh, two, th the second random thought here. I think Ross and the boys there are using some kind of new hair product because I just thought they <laughs> had some... Like a lot of good hair this week, a lot of messy holds, you know, like Ross, Ross and, good. Yeah, in that yeah, scene you. with Elizabeth in the beginning when like, oh, yes, I'll come whenever you call. But his hair just looked great. <laughs> uh, yes, he did. He, I mean, it was up off his face. You can see more of his forehead. I think that's what you liked about it. Yeah. And that scene was in the in the daylight. So it was <laughs> easier to get a good look at his hair yes he still is a scoundrel and we're still mad at ross totally because mad. he's out there smuggling he's out there putting everything at risk you know and and fooling around with elizabeth you know he is just over at her house every single day in the meantime demelza is 
chopping wood. She's playing pianos. She's singing for Ross when he's not there. She's providing love counseling to Elizabeth, you know, just or to Caroline when she shows up. She is just working as hard as she can. And Ross is doing I, I don't know what he's doing. So yeah. he's just doing his hair, Leanne, apparently. Yeah. That's, that's what what's going on. Yeah. He, Ross is kind of like the star athlete who's really into himself right now. And it's annoying. So it's annoying to me. Yeah. Um, I did enjoy um, Aunt Agatha cracking wise about Ross. That was a bright spot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's good. How about when she pulled out the pistol from from her from her cape there that was good too yeah she is totally she is not buying elizabeth as the as the grieving widow elizabeth was very manipulative in this event uh in this episode land you know i mean and can i say that the mail works very well in cornwall i mean they dash (laughs) off these little notes and they're there. They everybody seems to get the news right away, right? At all uh, hours of the day and night. I mean, this yes, is an episode yes. where everyone in town seemed to be up at like two a.m. sending <laughs> notes to each other. What is? I didn't understand right. that. Yeah, I would say like Elizabeth could not be any more pathetic to me. What, the, like we have George the Weasel is using some manipulation, like oh he's going to scare her about the French Revolution. Well, what on earth could the French Revolution? Why is that an issue for her at Trenwith? Nothing. Just pull yourself together, Buttercup. I mean, seriously. Why Why isn't Ross calling you back? Because he has a wife and child and a failing mind. I mean, you're not his wife. Oh, she's I know. just and bugging she, me. And she was annoyed about that, that she expects Ross to show up at her beck and call, you know, and that... And she's just looking for excuses to involve Ross in her life, you know, as if he's not galloping over there every chance he gets. Uh, so she's encouraging that. So I think Aunt Agatha is going to take that pistol and <laughs> she's going to point it at someone, Leanne. I'm worried about that. <laughs> and George's plan to like, oh, I'll scare her into marrying me. I mean, what what does she think is going to happen? That the French peasants are going to march on her house in Cornwall? No one even knows where Cornwall is. <laughs> Okay. okay. Just that, you, went, you went a little too far with that, Leanne. Okay. How about <laughs> now, Demelza, she had that one scene where she was just windswept. Oh, that was a good oh, look, right? I just know. Oh, on the she cliffs just, there. You know how cold and damp it was, but somehow she makes that work when she has that shawl and, and it's off her shoulder. It's yeah. not even like wrapped around her neck. And she's just out there looking for her man. I mean, that's the thing. Demelza is, she is keeping those home fires burning. You know, she is just doing her best. Uh, and, and she, you know, and Ross, I don't know. He's such a disappointment that way. Yeah. Uh, it's been, okay. Another thought. It's been two seasons. I, seriously, have they, are they ever going to find copper? Like, <laughs> I mean, it's just to keep finding it or move on, become a sales rep or something, Ross. I mean, <laughs> He just has one stupid idea after another, like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll just go catch a ride with these smugglers and then drink myself silly while you hold down the fort and the town and the family, okay, and and then try to find that guy that killed his wife and ask him about the mine. I mean, what was that? I don't know. I don't know what what that guy was. And he was like a mountain man, that hairy guy. The hairy, hairy guy. He was the one in the first season that like strangled his wife accidentally. Oops. And then yeah. they got him out of town. She was sort of the manipulative wife and he killed her. And then they're like, yeah. okay, don't worry. We'll hide you, buddy. 
but she, yeah. he's somehow like a mining savant, Mark Daniel. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he has like one of those sticks, a divining stick. Yeah. That was the worst hair and beard combo. I mean, he should go back to wardrobe and demand something that looks more realistic. I mean, I mean that was like a Halloween costume, that hair was. and beard. Yeah, I really, I just had to stop caring like halfway through that scene because there was so much hair. I just, I couldn't, I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> so it's a Ross was drinking his face off and singing. I know, I know. I just, I know Ross's propensity to drink. It has me, has me worried too. I mean, you think he is a man of such high moral standards that's trying to save his town and his, you know, fortune and his community. Not so much, you know, no. I mean. He he goes off the rails quite a bit there, Leon. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling sure. there yes. with your with your butcher box. What, what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leon. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is <laughs> what, uh, what, what I'm recommending. By yeah, <laughs> the way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway. <laughs> I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. Butcher Box gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate free, and wild caught seafood. No antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz. Right. Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your Butcher Box account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your Butcher Box on vacation, which is. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> nice to have something familiar there. <laughs> yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Liz, you know we love talking about Framebridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, <laughs> because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting Framebridge experience. Would I, I you did. like to share? Would you like I know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already framebridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. 
There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, great for gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but FrameBridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds like- you are like... going to be happy, okay? <laughs> and that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or see a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's FrameBridge.com. Thanks, FrameBridge. Yeah, he does. He, he redeems himself with these big, bold courtroom statements or big gestures yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. But then in between, he's <laughs> it's just, you know. It's attractive, though. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now, uh, one point. of the scenes I liked a lot was the scene with Demelza and Dwight Ennis when he came to her and said, you know, she is Ross here. And she guessed very quickly, is it about Caroline? Are you leaving? I thought that was a lovely scene. And I thought the two of them, their complexions were just glowing. I, I mean, I <laughs> like that, oh, that milk milky skin on the two of them it was just unbelievable it's it's all that salt air i guess just getting into the pores you know uh doing something because they, they are they're incredible looking incredible looking all right for me the big winner of the episode was D dr dwight i mean yeah. he's a good man a mighty mighty good man you know he's just trying to do the right thing he is torn with love for caroline but he also loves his patients he loves his people he's loyal to ross you know he left her sitting in that carriage with the I tear know. and the pug all oh, while he went off and like he found the guy who was a snitch. snitch yeah and that was quite a battle scene that they had there. I was afraid, I was afraid Dr. Ennis was going to kill the snitch, you know, but that was, they were really whacking at each other. Yeah, that was a good man fight as opposed to George the Weasel and Ross's kind of sissy <laughs> man fight. No, this was, that was a good one. I mean, again, yeah. he showed he was a real man. And then, then he has to rush off because he's like, oh no, Ross is going to be caught with this stupid idea to like, bring the smugglers back in. And, and we know that Dr. Ennis has a patient on, who, on one side who's looking for the smugglers. And then he's friends with Ross, who is a smuggler. So he goes and he builds that giant bonfire on the bluff. That was, I mean, that was smart. Yeah. Did you know that that's, uh, that's the international <laughs> sign for ambush is a bonfire on a I bluff? I didn't. Okay. It is apparently. Okay. Because Ross, he recognized that right away. And, uh, I, I thought that was fairly suspenseful, you know, like, was he going to get there in time? Yeah. You, know, uh, you know, and then when he was hiding uh, in the in the crawl space under his house, that was pretty good to uh, whether or not uh, he was going to be discovered, whether Ross was going to be discovered. So um, I felt like the end of the episode really picked up. Uh, yeah. So when I watched it the second time <laughs> and I was awake for it. It really was <laughs> Once quite they tough. got out of India, I mean, you're right. That was confusing. Yeah, yeah. But Caroline's note to Dwight, I thought that was heartbreaking. Oh, just, I, I shall know. not see you again or whatever she I said. Know. I know. I know. She just, I know. I mean, it. she, I mean, haven't you grown in admiration for Caroline yes. too? I mean, she has really tried hard. She bought all those oranges. She, you know, she's, you know, she, she really tried to understand you know, his life and his love. And she tried, you know, because they come from two different worlds, but they do, Julie. 
Yeah. I know. I know. I mean, I'm, I just, I'm going to keep hope alive, Leanne, that, yeah. you know, that they're going to be able to be reunited later on because, you know, Caroline hasn't done anything to, uh, to, you know, to, you know, we have our faith in her, you know, we, she hasn't done anything wrong yet. So, uh, she's not like that. Elizabeth yeah. not be trusted, cannot be trusted. Hmm. Yeah. And then I thought once again, the red coats, just big losers. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to have an ambush when you've got all those brass buttons on all that, you know, you just, they couldn't even crouch down on the bluff there land, you know, they're just, uh, that is, those are not good fighting outfits. No. No. Okay. And just one more thing. I don't know how Elizabeth and Demelza stay on their horses side saddle. I mean, I don't know how they do it. They are galloping in almost every scene, you know, going over bluffs. I mean, Demelza is going into town on those very uneven roads and she's just, you know, is she strapped in on those horses or are they just I don't know how they stay on. I don't That's- know either. And I'm never going to find out because, you know, I hate horses. But um, <laughs> I don't – they scare me. But it does – you just – it's just so ridiculous. I mean, yes, I I guess I understand why. They were in skirts and that wasn't proper and all this kind of stuff. But, yeah, it does look really hard and it looks just so uncomfortable. It looks like they're just look- perched on top of these giant animals, whereas the men, you know, get to – strap their legs around the animals and that makes sense so yeah yeah you're right that was that was amazing there was some amazing side saddle riding (laughs) so so, well julie i don't know i just hope uh i hope next episode there's better lighting i hope there's better lighting and i i just feel like this smuggling storyline i guess it's supposed to be more meaningful like (laughs) we're supposed to understand the political and uh-huh. economic context. implications. Like we're supposed yes. to care really deeply about this in the context of the French Revolution. And at one point, didn't they mention like the Jacobins or whatever? Yes. It's, yeah, yes. I mean, what was that? Like, I thought that was Outlander. What is, is that all? Ha- is that happening at the same maybe, time? Maybe I fell asleep again and, and I was watching an Outlander rerun. I don't know, Liam. A cr- crossover episode would be good. That would be good. So I know we're supposed to care about that kind of stuff, but I don't know. I wish they'd just find some copper in the mine, like, because I feel like, uh, you know, every single week on the brink of poverty and disaster, it's just, you can only ask that so much of the audience. You have to wrap that up and move on or not. So, um, and we're going to miss Caroline. Like, where is the love story going to come from? I I don't know. I think next, uh, we got to hope for more light, more scenes that are held in the light. Yeah. More love, okay, and and I'm not. We're not talking about Ross and Elizabeth, okay. Yeah. So we want to see a return to Caroline, and uh, yeah, that's because uh, those are all the characters, right? <laughs> there's no one else. There's there's no one else. I know that was the big love story. Oh well. Right. Uh, okay. Well, this is the Paul Dark recap with the Satellite Sisters. We also recap Madam Secretary, the CBS drama. That happens at the exact same time as Paul Dark, but is a completely different story. You can find that at SatelliteSisters.com or at iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. And then we do a weekly Satellite Sisters show, which is just about sort of everything else that's not television related, uh, from news to life to recipes to Thanksgiving to, you know, this week we discussed um, why we should eliminate all time zones in the world, something <laughs> I think is a great idea. 
and Julie thinks it's akin to the metric system. So, yes, um, yes. but we cover a lot of stuff on Satellite Sisters this week. You're going to want to check that out as well. All right, Julie, um, rest up, rest up. You too. Get have your a, eyes have checked. Have a good election day. At, uh, let's all hope we can come together. Okay. <laughs> Don't forget, call your Satellite Sister. <laughs>